I hate this already. <laughs> Welcome to Rants On, uh, the Extra Life Edition. Uh, I am your host, Todd Harden. I'm joined by Jim Keel, <laughs> Jeff Stevens, David Feldman, Kevin Nelson, Michael Fritz, and in the my bedroom where they have been sequestered, Andrew and Justin, they're fighting having Dragon sex? Ball Z. Also having sex, yes. Andrew and Justin Lightbody. Uh, are they married? Is, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a what sweet. a lovely sitcom. Oh, God. The oh, new nearly couple the moving into my apartment bedroom. You know, oh, I think it's very brave of Andrew to take Justin's last name. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> very big big McDonald's all the time now? Because Justin's a oh. Did he... Okay, who was Taylor... Uh, Tate, Tatum? Tatum. That was Andrew. Oh, okay. He liked McDonald's? That's yeah, his favorite restaurant? I like McDonald's. But no, no, no. He was a... He was a uh, oh, he was an alien. Yeah, so he probably was like, what's a restaurant you don't like? Yeah. So, um, if you don't get the context of that, we are currently doing our extra live stream for 2019. Yeah. Uh, we are an hour 12, um, yeah. almost 13 uh, so far. Uh, we've, got, we've got 500 hours so far for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, we are going to be streaming till about 8 tomorrow morning. Um, if you're not listening live, you fucked up. Um, we're just going to go over a couple things just because there really isn't much, but we wanted to record one because we haven't recorded in a while. Uh, the first one I want to bring up is, uh, Death Stranding came out for all the reviews. And Jim was right. It sucked? It sucks. Well, maybe it doesn't suck, but it's definitely, uh, definitely not what we all thought it was going to be. Um, I mean... My favorite thing was what I thought I was going to be. People were saying it takes 10 hours before you really get into the game. That means it shouldn't be a good game. It shouldn't take 10 hours for a game to get started. There are some games that take that long to get started, but it has to be... Are they like It has to at least, like, give you a reason to play those 10 hours. Can you name one that's, like, a top 10 all-time game? The entire Monster Hunter franchise. Yeah, I don't like those games either. <laughs> it takes Never time to get those. into because you're fighting like the tiniest monsters that aren't much bigger than you. So but like by the end, you're fighting MMO. the equivalent of gods. So like an MMO. Oh, it's trash. David, no, by the it's, way, it's a really good. Is the game at the bottom. Uh, uh, I see it now. It wasn't. It's not. It wasn't in Mixer. It was loading or something. Um. My favorite thing was talking about how Luigi's Mansion 3, which we're about to play on the stream, hey. takes literally 10 seconds to start getting good um, comparison to Death Stranding's 10 hours. Apparently, it's, it, it's a good game overall, though, Death Stranding, but, I mean, so when this you isn't Metal that, Gear. So I'm curious, though. If you're, if you're saying it doesn't, it takes that long to get into the game, does that mean before it becomes interesting or before you become, like, truly Attached. active and powerful? I think it's more of like before you get caught up in it and you want to play more. Actually, because a game that I, took forever to get into, Final Fantasy XIII. I would 13? say most of the Final Fantasies in general are like that. It was a slow start and it felt like slow everything end. was on autopilot yeah. until you got like what felt like you were halfway through the game and you're like, holy shit, that's just like the prelude. 
Yeah. What you're saying is, is I should cancel my pre-order. I mean, Jeff, actually, you know what? I think you would probably like this more than anything, Jeff, just because it's very story-driven. What, be- what did you... You bought it for PS4, Jeff? Well, yeah, I bought it for PS4. I'm going to wait for it to come out. If you I mean, don't like on. it, I'll buy it off you. Right, because let's let's be serious. Okay. Let's, let's, let's take Lord of the Rings as a series. It was a very boring movie up until the third one. This, oh, what? It took, it took fuck, three. David. It took, no, it, it took three David. movies before you it got Fucking kidding me, David? Well, you, I mean, David. Just... David's done. David's tired. He's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> David's clearly an alien. That's pretty the question. sus right there. What? Am I wrong? Yeah, yes, you are very wrong. Even okay. I disagree with you, David. You are completely wrong. Okay. I mean, even coming from your point of view, where like the first movie sucks and okay, you know, there's you, no, you're not enough action to it. The second movie is boring. The second movie was fantastic. Was that the one where they were standards. fighting with the trees? What was the tree fighting thing? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna the second one where they unleash as... the blood. Oh, okay. So no, no, I apologize then. I can't. I, it, it's such a long freaking saga. I, I thought. Oh, it was... Hold up, hold up. Did you watch the theatrical version? I watched both theatrical. I, I watched both. I watched okay. both. So I will tell you that Jeez, I. You typically... spent a lot of time watching them for somebody who hates it. Right? I'm, I'm, hey, you know what? Just because you dismiss something right away doesn't mean I will. Because it's good. Okay, Jeff. I wouldn't go that far. As as a person that is probably the only person in this group that has a Lord of the Rings poster, two of them on their wall. Uh, I Lord really. Lickson. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, just saying. Uh, I really the, the the second one is my least favorite of the entire trilogy. Why? Because there's actually say, something happening. No, it's not to say it's a bad movie because it's got probably one of the most epic battle scenes that I've ever seen. Yeah, with the trees, in any right? movie. Yeah. Well, Helm's Deep is like amazingly well done. Like it's 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 like I said, one of the best best like medieval wait, wait, style. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What was Helm's Deep? Helm's Deep was when I mean it's that little. Uh, was it when the, all the orcs were fighting each other, or when was it like the trees were fighting? No, the trees were at um, the, the tower city that was like under Saruman. the mountain, or like tucked in underneath the mountain. Yeah, yeah, it's like they, the, they're like, like there's people in the, the bad caves. guy armies were coming down the hill at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah the orc, the orc fight. Yeah, and then at the okay, end, Gandalf appears on the hill. Cooper, get out. Cooper's humping him. You got no. Co- Cooper's eating Bailey's food. Good puppy. Um, but like it's my least favorite of the series, but it's an amazing movie just on its own. Like, so why do you like the first one? It's just it's a wonderful story. First one's my there's favorite. nothing to the story yet. Oh, you're it's so like fucking the wrong. No, dude. So the first the first part of the story is like it's, it's, it's purely set up. It is. That's it's purely set up. It is a lot of setup, but it was a well done setup. And just because it did, you know, everything wasn't blowing up every twelve seconds doesn't uh, mean it's a bad movie. Can we talk you know about what? the fireworks I've... cart? Oh yeah, anyway. I mean, it really it, they did such a good job of introducing all the characters that you felt like you were at home with these characters almost immediately. But you know, but circling around though, you got to you got to realize that there was a lot of setup. There was a lot of things going on. I mean, so that's Death, every movie. Death Stranding, but that's what I'm saying. This, Death Stranding is essentially a saga in one game. Okay, is that not a potential? I mean. Look, I bought the special edition with like the steel book and the soundtrack because the soundtrack sounded pretty cool so far. I paid seventy five dollars for it. Uh, and apparently, I mean, you can't get you can't get it anymore. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I 
it, it's you have to understand like you're getting a Hideo Kojima game like it's if you if you've experienced those games before you know there's a lot of like boring political shit in there that you don't really care for but generally but you yeah, also get a really slogging yeah generally it's a really well designed game and i'm i'm kind of excited because like the the game itself is supposed to look beautiful uh and you know i'm i'm just i'm curious about the story i'm i want to see what happens with all of this i just That's... don't i don't see it thing it's kind of like and i and you'll probably disagree with me jeff but I, it, it was like red dead redemption 2 like it's a feat it's a, I know we've talked about it before. It's an amazing well, game. It's an amazing okay, so feat. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I I've been getting some flack from some people and I'm not going to name them. I'm not okay. Thanks. Me. Thanks. <laughs> thanks sunshine. Thanks for bringing yourself into this. Hey, I, um, I I own my opinions. That's true. So David's been like I don't understand why the fuck you bought Red Dead Redemption 2 on, on PC again. Cuz he's like you hated it. You said you hated it. And that's not necessarily true. I when I first played it, it was different than Red Dead Redemption 1 because it is a slower game. It's mechanically built to be that way. The story is much um, slower. And because of that, I found myself having to stop a lot just because it became like too much to just take in one sitting. But the more I think about it, the more I feel like that's because I there's a definite difference between when I played Red Dead Redemption 1 and Red Dead Redemption 2 because my work life was different. You had the wrong expectation going into it. Right. But my my work life was different now because like I work 40 hours a week now when back then I only worked like 20 or 25 hours a week. I had like three or four days off a week. I could just slog through a game super quick. I didn't have to think about my time as much with now with a game, I have to really think about, okay, is it worth investing all this time into it? And I can see this kind of happening with this Stranding, but at the same time, it's one of those rare single-player games that are coming out now where you you don't have to really think about how much time you're investing into it because you're not relying on all of your friends to be there at the same time. Not like Ryan, not yeah. like um. I will say one of the most fantastic single-player games I've played recently is that new one, The Outer Worlds. Todd, your dogs were barking. Oh my god. Yeah, not not much I can do on that one. Yeah. Uh, horse, <laughs> horse, horse tranquilizers work really well. Yeah. But so The Outer Worlds has been um, rather enjoyable so far. Where, where are you at? Are you further than me or behind me? I'm really far behind you. I'm, I'm still on Groundbreaker. Oh, okay. I, I'm just about to go to the Rose... Rose platform or something okay. like that. And I'm actually doing like every mission too, so No, I really wanted to get um I'm really interested in Parvari's story a lot. I like her a lot. Um that's the one thing I really enjoy about this game so far is that all of the characters are rather likable right from the outset. Um and that you really are kind of invested in their story right from the outset. Can I can I say something as somebody who has not played this game and, uh-huh. and is waiting for the Switch? The way that y'all are describing it, it sounds like uh, Octopath Traveler. I can I mean, see I, that. 
Okay, okay, have you not seen some of the stuff I've been doing on the Oh, no, stream? I have, and I can't wait to play this game. I can't <laughs> wait. And it's and it's been your streams that have gotten me super excited. Okay. Yeah, well, don't you, you know, have a PC now, though? I do. I'm surprised, like, yeah, you the reason I, giving no, no, praise no, no, to I can, David. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Because my work-life balance, it, <laughs> it does, life doesn't exist. It's work. And yeah. the ability for, I can't take my PC anywhere I want that's why the Switch is so is so appealing to me because I can just play it if I want to, if I can play it at home great if I can't then I can bring it anywhere I want to. Yeah, you can stop for 15 20 minutes at work and play. I, I, and I do almost every single day. Yeah. That makes sense. It really does. So, that's that's the thing about this game too. You can stop right in the middle of a mission and save and then continue on. Uh that's so cool. that's that that's really what's great about this game. I, I just kind of find try to find stopping points just because I'm streaming it, so I'm trying to keep it a little bit more conscious to the viewer. But um, Pavari is Pavardi. Sorry, so is, is it confirmed to come to be coming to Switch? It's coming in uh, like next year. I I, okay. I I think it'd probably end up being one of those games where they has to unfold and download quite a bit to the Switch itself. Well, I it's mean, a massive game. It's I mean, a massive a, game. Right, so they, you have they to tone down the graph or the the textures at the very least. For well, Switch, let me the say Switches this: so the Witch, uh, the Witcher, not the Witch, the Witcher Three. <laughs> uh, it, so a Switch cartridge can hold thirty five gigs. Uh, the Witcher oh, wow. Three uses all of that, and it still does require a ten gigabyte uh, it, download. And I feel like it really could hold more, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the way they programmed it. Not, I'm not too sure about that. Well, if you think about it, it's all it is is flash memory, right? And we already have SD cards that are holding one whole terabyte in a smaller form factor. So, to me, in my, you know, the way I look at it is it could, but they probably have something in the programming that, the way that the file structure right, is. Keep in mind, you're selling a copy of the game as well as that piece of plastic with the little metal contacts in it. Oh, right. I'm not saying. I'm for not $60. Saying, right, like, right, right. They're going to do it that way. In a, Fifty gigabyte. Well, that's flash, one of the re- flash SD card into the price of a game. Your game prices are going to spike. Right, and 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 you got to. Uh, that's true because you got to think also the fact that even on the online store, the games are full price. So it has. Yep. I, don't, I don't. I feel like it has some a lot to do with the cartridges, but I think it's just a matter of this is our price now for the games. Like that's just what you pay. Uh, I think the next generation is going to push the price of a, of your average games to seventy five dollars. You think seventy five? I I could see that. I really could I don't, see. I don't see them doing seventy. Seventy five is <laughs> a nice stepping you, stone, and then from seventy five they not, can jump straight to a hundred. Do you see them not going seventy? Because like, what's sixty nine ninety nine out there? Like, it's just seventy four yeah. ninety nine. Sounds like a more round number. Yes, I, I think it also has to do with the fact that spending. Three quarters of a, a hundred is a lot more palatable than spending seventy nine well, ninety nine. And we're we're all right on that edge of maybe not remembering, but like a lot of Super Nintendo games, a lot of Sega they were Genesis like forty games, bucks. We're, we're, no, 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 we're like a hundred bucks. What? Yes, games like um, uh, oh, why am I blanking on it? Did games they include like peripherals. A, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, no. I mean, well, uh, why am I thinking of like? I can't think of the greatest RPG that's on the fucking Super Nintendo. Fantasy Star. Not Fantasy Star, it's Sega Genesis. Um, but it's... Mario uh, RPG? It's not Mario RPG. Genesis. Oh. It's, no, it, it, no, I said Super Nintendo. 
Um, but it's, you know, games like Earthbound, which, yes, the box was huge and it did come with, um, it did come with a, with a strategy guide for $100. Uh, I'm sorry, Chrono Trigger is the game I'm trying to think of. Just the, the cartridge and, and then the, the manual itself, a normal size box, $100. I feel like that's a little bit much. It was where where they because every game there was no like specific price back then. Yeah, they hadn't uh, set a standard. For no, game they prices had back then. So it was it was you were paying for the content of the game. So like you know think about today where we we have the Link's Awakening remake for sixty dollars, but we also have The Witcher Three, we also have Outer Wilds, we also or Worlds, and all those other games for that price as well. You know back then maybe Link's Awakening would be forty dollars, maybe. Uh, maybe Outer Worlds would be $75. It's just, that's just the way that they did, they, they priced things well, back then. Well, okay, but here's the thing also, you have to remember that a lot of these games now are coming out on subscription. So, like, right <laughs> yeah. now, like, I didn't pay $60 for the Outer Worlds. I paid, uh, I think, $15, because I'm doing the Xbox Live. Well, sure, thing. I mean, and that's, and that's the, that now is the new generation of, of gaming. So I, I still prefer, I was telling Todd, um, he, he was asking me, or he was talking about how many Switch games you owned, Jeff, and he, he brought up how many I did, and I said, I own 22 physical Switch games. You know what? Uh, so I, I own just, three. And yeah, I, that's what he was telling me. <laughs> I, just, I just went and verified that what Jim said is partially correct. It was 80 US dollars at okay, least in 1995. Still, and how much is, is that now? Bit. That's quite a bit. Um, you're probably looking at it with inflation. I would say probably about a hundred to hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I could so, see that. And that's just off the top of my head. Please don't quote me on that. Yeah, um, 1995. You said. Yeah, yeah, 1995. Please. It was eighty dollars. So I would say it was probably seventy nine ninety nine. That um, is in 2017. It was a hundred twenty eight dollars. Wow. Wow. No, that's how much it's worth. That's the average selling price right now. That's how because... much it would have been. No, no, that's inflation. That's, that's inflation. That, a, a how much copy? was it? $130. That's wow. how much today you would have paid for A it. new copy of Chrono Trigger, like a, uh, in, in the box, will cost you about $250. $250 to $300, I bet. Yeah, easy. So for a, for a sealed copy of Chrono Trigger. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. It wasn't, wouldn't be $300, to be honest with you. Well, no, it probably is less than that because you can get Chrono Trigger on like the SNES Classic and and stuff like that. So, and I'm sure, and I'm sure, and the second it gets released on the Switch Virtual Console or whatever you want to call it, it'll get yeah. on the price again as well. You know, okay. interesting. But I mean, that's just pricing. The pricing trends, you know. So, changes. so are you saying that you feel like there's some games that should be higher just for what they're worth? Maybe not higher, but maybe there are some games that should be lower. Oh, like, I definitely yes. feel like Witcher so, Three should be lower. Well, well so well, well, have you heard... came out or now? Now, well, well I mean, it it's is. on sale all the time. It, I mean, you can get you can get Witcher's almost at Switcher Three. You can get Witcher <laughs> Three for like twenty bucks, I think, new in box. Witcher so Three, Witcher, yeah, and for PlayStation Four. No, for and, Switch. No, for Switch, but Switch is a different thing. So, with the Switch, it's a huge box that it comes in. You get all sorts of freebies, or not freebies, maybe, but all sorts of stuff with it, uh, like a, like a, I think a soundtrack and a, uh, like a poster, oh, a bunch and, of bullshit, no one uh, some other stuff, stuff that I think is cool, you know, like if you're collecting. But mainly, 
uh, you are paying that Switch tax. You're paying for the price that it was to put that game on the Switch, which, by all means, if you read any review, people are saying it is amazing on the Switch. The graphics may not be there, but, I mean, if you own a Switch, you're not looking for the best graphics. It's just yeah. the way you know, it is. You know, in all fairness, I've seen some of those comparisons. It's minor details in some of the lighting. Yeah. So, you know, if you never played it before and this is your first time playing, you won't miss anything. No. And for the casual viewer, like the casual player, they probably won't even notice a difference. Yeah. It's and I'm people. going through, like, if I wasn't going through games like uh, Dragon Quest Eleven right now, uh, I might have that be, like, my big, because I'd be, I'd be Link's Awakening in three days. I, I, need to, I need to play that game. I keep having to not play it. Link's Awakening is my favorite game so far this year. My problem um, is I keep, like, undocking my Switch and playing with it randomly at night, and then I keep forgetting to put it back in the dock, so then it just dies And you have me. the older Switch, I take it? Well, yeah, but I also, like, I don't bother recharging it, so then yeah. I forget to, and then it just dies. Yeah. So, I'm kind of upset. So, Cyberpunk 2077 is no longer coming out next month. They push nope, back, I'm not they surprised. Push back, they push back the stupid release date. Do you think I'm not that's, surprised. Do you think that's a bad thing? I don't think that's a bad thing. In fact, that's very much uh, in in line with what CD Projekt Red does. But I'm still upset about it because I wanted to play it. I'm upset about that too, but I'm I not surprised. It. You know, I mean, I, but that well, that makes me worried for Jedi Order because for one, it's an EA game, right? Isn't yeah, I'm not it? fucking buying that game. <laughs> well, it, so now here's the thing: if you have Origin, it will be free with Origin. If you have the the their Game Pass or whatever you, they call yeah. it, so that's how I'm going to play the game. I'm going to play the game through Origin Game Pass. Um, that's how I'm playing the Outer Worlds, just because Microsoft. If you play their, if you're a part of their Microsoft's whatevers, you get that game for free. Uh, totally worth it. If you they're doing like a dollar sale thing right now. I don't know if it's still available available as of today. Um, but for a while there, they're saying, hey, a dollar for this first month, you get it, and 100% worth the dollar, 100% worth the $15. I would still buy it full price if you absolutely love the game. Um, I don't think they're going to take it off of their premium game thing anytime soon. So I mean, it's the know. team, it's the New Vegas team, right? Yes, it is. And that game's fucking phenomenal, so. You know, that's the thing, you know, that's the thing, because uh, it's a better Fallout than Fallout 78. So 76. Whatever. I don't care. That's how Does much I care. Well, is it a better let me ask you this question. Is it a better follow-up than Fallout 4? Ooh, that's a very tough call for me. Um, I absolutely adored Fallout 4. Did you um, beat it? Yes. Okay. You're the only person I've ever met that has beaten that game. It's a long game. I can see why you would <clears> not <throat> you just stop playing after a while. Yeah. Um is that the why is that a good game then? So that's the thing. I think it depends. I think the problem with CD uh, with Fallout Four, um, and I can't say yet whether or not uh, Outer Worlds is better. Mainly because I just haven't finished the game. Obviously, um, I think there's too much to do in Fallout Four. I think they went a little too wild with the with the ability to base. You like you would sit there and stop playing and base build for like a week straight. I mean, that's how I feel about Witcher Three. <laughs> Right, there's just so much to do, and I think I, that I think that's a problem with with the Fallout Four game that, yeah. and, and essentially for me as well, uh, Fallout seventy eight, and I still haven't played it, and I don't plan on playing it because to me, like Fallout three, what made it such a great game was the story and the characters, 
And with Fallout 4, there's a lot of great characters in the game that make you want to continue the game, finish out their stories. Um, and oh, that's yeah. what's powering me through Outer Worlds, too, because the game itself has so many good characters in it. Like I said, uh, I was very shocked. And like I said, like when I was doing the I, like I'm playing this game as I'm pl- like, this is the first time playing it for me. So like all all my reactions are real. I was not expecting Pravardi to be gay. But I sussed it out pretty quickly, I think, at, uh, that she was uh, of the female persuasion. Right. You know, and I was like, wait, <laughs> I think she's gay. I don't think I could sleep with this one. <laughs> she's actually asexual. I, I, I actually don't think so because she's in... No, no, no. We have to listen to her dialogue very carefully. She says, I, know, I, don't, she... I don't do physical relationships. Uh okay okay so she's like I don't she's like I don't care about physical interaction I don't care about any, any of that stuff she's asexual do you think it's only because she's surrounded by a bunch of people who want to have sex with her I, she's, don't know. I I feel like she because like in the character development like some of those discussions you had with her I I feel like she's had has had sex before with either party uh, either sex. I, 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 okay, now I'm really confused on how to say this. <laughs> With either a male or a female. He's banged. So yeah, there you go. I know yeah, we want to. I know we want to talk about BlizzCon because I know we're trying not to go too long with this episode. <coughs> uh, oh yeah. But one one last thing you would you would kind of mention something that made me made me think. You had said like you know when you're playing a game and you take some time off from playing said game and it's like a heavier game that you feel lost. Oh, it's really hard to get into. I'm playing games. Dragon Quest XI right now. Yeah. And when you save a game and when you, when you, when you turn off the, the game and then you go back to the game, it, every single time it gives you an optional recap to go over everything you've oh, done and where you that's are. that's nice. And I think every fucking RPG needs to incorporate that. I, I, I agree with that because it would help me with Outer Worlds, especially when playing it and like doing like a stream of it. Yeah. It would be really helpful because that way you don't have to recap it. I'm like, I think I was here and I think I did this. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Like, you know, some of those missions don't quite resonate as well, especially if you're just ticking them off a list like I am at this point. So. All right. So BlizzCon. I know that the, it's hap- it's still happening right now, I believe. Uh a something that I absolutely adore was fucking announced, but I still can't. All right, I'll stop. Y'all go ahead. Why, uh, Jeff? Jeff. <clears throat> well, okay, so Jeff and Jeff, Todd, and Michael. That's that's who I want to hear from. Wow, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's not like I've been talking about. It's not like I've been haven't been twiddling uh, Blizzard's flute all these years. <laughs> Sounds like you're sucking their own flute. I was <laughs> sucking on their own flute before all y'all were. You're before, like, oh, I, yes. No, oh, no, no, before, before, hang on, before Overwatch, who was, who was a bigger Blizzard fan than anybody in this room? Area. I mean, uh, sure. podcast. See? There you go. I'm not disagreeing with you. Anyways, go ahead. Um, so, the big thing about BlizzCon is, is that we, we all know it was going to be kind of controversial <laughs> for... Um, a number of reasons. Uh, the Hong Kong protests have been, you know, so they're still going on. Um, I'm not afraid Oops. to say that I support Hong Kong in this time. 
uh, you know, freedom. Good, good for them. Good for trying for it. Uh, we stand behind you. Well, I, I stand behind you. I won't speak for my colleagues. You can't um, speak for me. I gotta be, I gotta be real honest with you. Uh, this is gonna sound, make me sound like a fucking ignorant piece of shit. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, okay, and, and you won't because it's not very well known in standard media. So essentially, just to backtrack, Hong Kong has been protesting because the China has been trying to roll back a lot of freedoms for them. Right. Um, and basically, what they're demanding right now is I'm not an expert in this, but basically, they're so currently, the... I got you. Okay. So currently, there is no extradition from Hong Kong to mainland China. Uh, because of the agreement that was made whenever the UK handed Hong Kong back over to uh, China. Uh, problem with that is China doesn't like that because Hong Kong is very, very liberal in comparison to the communist regime that runs mainland China. Uh, so they enacted a policy um, to allow extradition uh from Hong Kong into mainland China. Obviously, that upsets a lot of people that are very used to the way of life that they have in Hong Kong. And they started peacefully protesting, and it's just gotten worse and worse over the last couple of weeks. Well, you got to realize with Hong Kong being the way it was with extra, no extradition, it was a haven for people who are political. That went against the political regime that's going on in, in, in China. I guess regime may or, not be the best word. Or the easier way to phrase it. I mean, these aren't regular Chinese people. Right. These are... These yeah. people are... Hong Kong's almost its own country. Right. And and so there's a lot of ways to, to safely speak against the government and not ha- suffer a lot of the consequences that you may suffer in mainland China. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Well, um, so the other thing is, is that China has an oppressive regime in general. They're, um, we'll just call it dictator, essentially. Uh, basically, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you know, hates any criticism of his regime, as you know any dictator would. Sounds um, like somebody I know. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, because of the way that we do business with china you know there's a lot of business relationships that rely on chinese um, ties to be friendly so that being said any any slight against china causes a lot of problems from the business side um and basically with this whole hong kong thing uh, china's like yo hong kong you don't support them if you support them then we're not going to be happy with you because <laughs> you're going against and China regime. will ban your product or your company in their entire country. Um, another touchy subject of, of this nature is Taiwan because it's essentially the same thing. Um, basically, China thinks that Taiwan is also a part of their you know country as well. Um, kind of going back to the whole Blizzard controversy. This is not the first United or you know American company that has kind of shown what you call true affiliations. Um, you have the NBA uh, that basically said, "Hey, um, well, I'm going to hand that off to my sports 
peeps because I, I don't know how to explain that one as, as well. Uh, the Morley... NBA one was yeah. not actually that bad. It's not as bad as Blizzard because it wasn't the NBA. Yeah, it was, the it was basically a the Rockets people, right? GM posted that he stood with Hong Kong. Right. And the Rockets owner came out and said, hey, this guy's opinions do not reflect the views of the team or the NBA. And then it sparked a whole fire. NBA basically said, you know, he could say what he wants, but he does not. He doesn't speak for the NBA. He doesn't speak for the NBA, but as... Organization. But we also respect his ability to speak his mind and speak for what he wants. Like, the Rockets were being pressured to fire him and all that, because the Rockets were the biggest team in China. Right. Because of Yao Ming. Because of Yao Ming, yeah. Now, Blizzard is significantly worse, because during one of their... Uh, Hearthstone streams. It was actually a competition, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. One of their players, basically, while being interviewed, declared, "Stand, I stand with Hong Kong. Revolution of our generation, I believe, or something along those lines. Yes. Blizzard very swiftly uh, banned him. For, for, for this, they banned basically, him for a year. They banned removed him for his a year. prize winnings. He yanked all of his prize winnings, which isn't, you know, a substantial amount of prize winnings, but it's still pretty fucking shitty. And I mean, it was it was like two hundred thousand dollars, wasn't it? No, it was much lower than that. It's like fifty five k. Fifty five Wow. But, but, but still, I mean, Jesus. No, don't get me wrong. More than like, I make in a year. Well, of course. Like it's it's a lot of money, but it's. Uh, anyways, basically, at the end of the day, Blizzard showed that, hey, if China pressures us to do something, we're going to side with them over um, you know, <laughs> freedom and, and you know human rights because we love the money and we don't want to lose the money in China. Um, there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot of backlash for this. And in fact, um, we as a group have been very... We haven't played Overwatch since this actually was announced. Um, and basically, it's difficult for us to um, think about how we're going to proceed. Because uh, BlizzCon is going on right now. Uh, they just announced Overwatch 2. They announced Diablo 4. Typically, these are games we would all be excited for. But it, it kind of puts... Um, it makes my stomach turn a little bit. To think that I would, you know, throw money behind a company that blatantly disregards, you know, human rights such as they have. Um, they kind of had a half-hearted apology. They restricted, they basically removed six months from the guy's band. They gave him back his prize money. But it's still just like, we don't really care that much. We, we, we're still, we're still going to cave to China. Um, the CEO, you know, can't now, actually came out. to be fair. Uh-huh. It, you are not supposed to. It's against the rules to speak on things like that in a post-game interview. You are supposed to talk about like it is in their bylaws. You're not supposed to do that, right? You're not supposed to do talk about any type of so political they did affiliation. have the right to punish him. The right. issue was the excessive, like for a guy that had right. not had issues before. Right. They, they brought the hammer down hard. They could have basically said, "Hey, you know what." Um, you're not supposed to have political opinions during the game. 
uh, you know, please here here's your here's your strike one warning. Please Dude, refrain. Did he sign anything? That yeah, of course. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All, oh yeah. All these guys uh, signed. Technically, okay. he's part of the uh, the pro league, which right. is similar to the Overwatch league, except okay. it's a single player game, not a six on six game. Okay. So he doesn't necessarily receive a uh, a salary from Blizzard, but he is in, he is constantly in tournaments and he gets a lot of support from Blizzard in his right. position. Because right. here's the thing: I, I've heard a lot of arguments. You know, there are people who have been like, "Well, what? What if he had been like, uh, like, ah, oh, go Nazis or something like that?" I don't care what the 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 the, the message that he had was. Okay. Um. While I support his message, if it had been a completely different message, don't really care. It's how the company reacted to it. And unfortunately, because the the climate in which we are now looking at, especially with how Hong Kong is being treated, because of that excessive thing, I can only imagine it's China saying, hey, uh, Blizzard, you better... Uh, punish him pretty fucking severely to send a message to everybody else don't support hong kong right it um, makes you it makes you wonder if blizzard's strings well, are being pulled. i don't even think blizzard strings were being pulled i think blizzard saw it and went shit yeah well i mean that's china thing, is like, our big china's their biggest market because here's the thing if 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 they had said if he had sent a message that's like yo um Again, Nazi, a bad example, but Nazism is great or whatever, right? They could have <laughs> literally said, hey, don't don't say that kind of stuff. That's your opinion, whatever, man. Cool. But, like, here, slap on the wrist. Don't say that stuff anymore, okay? It's not – it's in the contract. Don't say any political stuff. Right. That would have been perfectly fine and acceptable. But also, I think – now, hold on, hold on. In my no, opinion – in my opinion – I think it would have been more like, hey, they they do an immediate press release, you know, like they they say, you know what, this person was in the wrong, and he will be severely pun he will be punished for it. Those you know those things have yet to be determined, and then they move on, you know, and decide how they want to do it that way because they make it clear, you know, and understanding, hey, these are the reasons why we we're about to do what we're gonna do because I'm okay with the way they punished him. Honestly, I am because. You just feel like it was uh, your long a... ban and take away the prize winnings he'd already earned. I mean, yeah, I the way the look the thing is though when you're at that it'd be no different than what happened with uh, Kippernat or Kepper, whatever his name is. Wow, you're saying <laughs> if you got fired today, you're not entitled to the the pay for the hours you've already worked. Uh, in, they should just I'm, stop paying I'm you also, immediately again, because they fired I'm also, you. Again, I'm not a public figure either. He, in a right, sense, no, is but, a public figure. But and that's... so his his opinions and his and everything he says has a lot more weight than your average person. Right. Okay. So those those things you you know about going in. But he wasn't speaking on the on Blizzard's behalf. He was speaking on his own behalf. Right, but he's also re, you know representing the games that he's playing. Like the okay. things that he's doing, and he's representing those games. They fired the two of two broadcasters that were there interviewing him as well. That was just stupid. Nah, I you know I'm not debating <laughs> that. No. And they they fired I, no. them for the for the simple fact that they allowed it to happen. Again, they did not basically say, "Hey, you can't talk about that." And in the interview. 
Oh yeah, they, no. He, they hid to try to prevent themselves from being implicated on it, which is not. I would say a kid to trying little, to stop it. it. Right. So I don't, I can't comment too much on the announcer thing. I don't know enough about what happened in that situation. I'm not debating that they didn't overreact or go go a little too aggressive. But I am saying that I understand. I, like I said, Blizzard handles these kind of things very, very poorly, and they oh, they seem to have a history of it lately. Uh, obviously, with the whole announcement of that mobile Blizz, uh, Diablo game, you got now they're trying. Right, right. <laughs> so that that's the thing. Like, now, you know, also keep in mind that Blizzard has always been a company that has tried to bring a lot of people together. Right. They're a very socially forward company. They have characters in their games that are, you know, not gender binary. They bring They they, they have tried as a company characters. to bring so many people together. Right. And I be mean, a very I'll... accepting of all pu- of all views and all like, walks of life. Right. Is there even And now they're like, oh wait, China number one. <laughs> China number one. Do you think that has something to do with Activision being the parent company? I mean, I don't think it's 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 I don't think that's it's the act- thing. I don't think well, a lot I don't of think it's specific start- to that. But a lot of this stuff is starting to happen after Activision took over. Well, I get correct that. the mobile the mobile game for instance. Yeah, because if you think about it, it says Blizzard Activision on the logo, but the dude who runs Blizzard is not the CEO. He's he's president. He is under a dude. Yes. So, like, literally, an Activision. (laughs) Sure, if you want to be that way, man. man. Activision is literally less like we want money. But, but the question is: Is the CEO of Activision under Winnie the Pooh? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. No, that guy is like looking for. He's the slimiest dude ever, man. He's hunting for soy sauce. Bobby (laughs) Kotick. In all the in all the wrong places. (laughs) <laughs> but uh that's kind of why we wanted to wait until to talk about this because it's it's been difficult and that's why um because I, like we love overwatch a lot right you know and like michael i know loves diablo and other people love diablo and david obviously loves the blizzard products too and starcraft but oh, we have starcraft <laughs> like the announcements again this week have been kind of like bittersweet because like it, you feel I'm like kind it's a, of, I, I personally, I feel like it's like they're saying, "Oh, here, here's a here's some bait. Pretend like we yeah, do this want, shit." I kind of feel the same way too. I feel like they're overcompensating. I feel like some of the stuff they're announcing right now was you not think, slated to come out yet. Maybe they're going to hold off for yeah. a year, but they're pushing it. They're pushing but, the envelope to get more good stuff in the in the news cycle. Yeah, to and try block to pretend out like the whole this blizzard, stuff didn't happen. Yeah. Blizzard Diablo. has you know China's chode down their throat. Diablo 4 seems rushed on purpose. Oh, yeah. Because, because... they weren't even ready to announce it um, half a year ago, and all of a sudden this shit happens, and they're like, oh, uh, 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 Diablo 4, here it is. Look, look, uh, don't don't pay attention to Blitzchung. Don't don't pay attention to China. <laughs> Blitzchung. Well, that's the guy. Yeah. Blitzchung. Yeah, Blitzchung. But uh, yeah. last year they announced Diablo Immortal. Hasn't even come out yet, and then they're announcing another game on top of it. 
Another Diablo. Uh, Diablo game. Immortal was not developed by Blizzard. It basically just sold the IP to. Uh, Wasn't it? A, it doesn't a Chinese matter. company that did it. Yes. Yes. It was a Chinese company. Right. Ooh. Huh. Hmm. But that game hmm. is rumored to hmm. be targeted to the Chinese market. Because the Chinese market is very big on mobile. So games. much money. And and that's fine. Yeah. But they could have just announced it specifically for China. I would have been okay with I mean, that. I mean, announcing it for U.S. is fine. But I don't see why they had to make a whole Blizzard stage about it at BlizzCon for Diablo Immortal. I mean, I would say that Apple's news of the Apple iPad or the Apple AirPods Pro was a better release than the fucking mobile game of Diablo. Apple didn't even have a release for the Exactly. AirPods. They just freaking put it on their website and said, here you go, bitches. Here's some new AirPods. People are freaking out. And then, you know, what does Blizzard do? They host a whole freaking uh, thing about it. And they're like, here's our shady mobile game. Well, I mean, well, that's kind of tradition. I think, it, I think it, got, it got put in that in BlizzCon last year simply because Diablo's Diablo 3's been out for ages. It's, what, four or five years old already? Oh, older than older that. Than that. Yeah, Diablo 3 came out in 2011. Right. So, so we're looking at almost Reaper a decade. Well, now, hold on. Now, now, that's the thing, though. If you know about Blizzard historically, Blizzard historically does not update their IPs, but like it feels like every decade or so. StarCraft right. 2 did not get an, a, a sequel, or StarCraft 1 did not get a sequel for like a decade, if not longer than that. Shit, they remember. Wow. Keep in mind that the clock is turning faster for every company and every franchise nowadays. Right. The, you know? the last original IP was in 2016, and it was a game called Overwatch. Right. A game called Overwatch. <laughs> right. Right. Because but Hearthstone that, doesn't count. Because but before that was like 20 years. <laughs> what's their What's their but, MOBA? But uh, the thing is, uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Heroes yeah. of the Storm, and that uh, I mean, those are both copies of other games based uh, off of their universe. Right, characters. right. So I would say that's not really an. I would, right, that's what I'm saying. I, it's not. I, it's not an IP. Right, I don't consider it an IP exactly. Like I consider Overwatch an IP because it's a brand new universe. Has it's like Smash Brothers compared to Mario. Not right, really a new IP. Can I, can I also yeah. just say like the the things that I've seen from Overwatch Two? I'm not really jazzed about. I'm down. I, I have not seen anything from Overwatch Two because I I support my uh, my Chinese brethren. In you do not. Uh, Overwatch Two is only for the single player or for the, like the the player versus everything content. You will actually still be pooled with players from Overwatch One for multiplayer. That's dumb. Yeah, but I don't know if we're all still the characters to... will be available in Overwatch One. So what is they Overwatch Two? I haven't said that yet, though. They didn't they say they're bring, no. They didn't say they're bringing the heroes over for Overwatch one yet. They haven't confirmed it, but I mean, what are they going to do? Have you know just dummies <laughs> walking around in place of the new heroes for the people playing Overwatch one? No, you just simply want to play with those characters. Hey, to play, man. Oh, Let's see if I could find the Jeff Kaplan interview. Role. It's it's literally all those seasonal events into a game. Yeah. How much it's, was yeah, it? Yeah, it's those or and did more. They, say price? they didn't say a price. I don't know. Probably think. sixty bucks. I'm thinking it's gonna be sixty because Overwatch was what thirty. No. So, so they're saying that they're doing uh, story based PVEs and new type of uh, PVP mode called Push. 
Um, which is which, payload. Right, which no. is basically payload. Uh, apparently no, because they, I think it's one thing that both teams can push. It, it's tug of the war victory. payload. Uh, yeah, it's a right. it's two way payload, I believe. Okay, yeah. okay. So tug of war. Uh, so apparently, this seems like they could not tell. I'm I'm looking at a uh, Kotaku, uh, like basically oh, preview review. Uh, and they're saying basically nothing really has changed. It's basically the same exact game. It seems a little too safe. Like they haven't really done anything aside from it's up to exactly what they've already everything. Did. That's it. Right. Basically, they're not changing anything they haven't already done. They're just Ow. slapping a two on it. Oh, uh, if I'll probably get it. If Blizzard redeems themselves. Dance. When when Blizzard redeems themselves, I will probably buy Overwatch too. Yeah. Because I have an excessive number of hours in Overwatch. Yeah. <sighs> Just yeah, like I will probably do. buy Diablo 4. Because you I have know, an excessive amount of hours in yeah. Diablo 3, and I will give Diablo 4 a try. Yeah, you that's, know, that's the hard part. This is the thing that makes it interesting, though, because apparently that so many people were deleting their their game and stopped st- signing in. That they had to do an, uh, an extra like press release just trying to address the issue, and they still well, really haven't addressed it. They stopped yeah. also people from deleting their account too. Yeah, well, basically they turned that off because I think that was more of a measure to stop people from going. Hey, I bought these games before. I have my receipts. Can I get my games back later? Because it's an overreaction. So apparently, yeah. the president came out and did a. We're sorry. Kind of thing. So, Apology. Yeah. But they Todd s- kind of just nailed it. It was. It sounds like it was a South Park BP apology. <laughs> sorry. We're sorry. Uh, pretty close, yeah. So, Except it wasn't aimed at China. It was aimed at th- their players. Right. Blizzard yeah. had the opportunity to bring the world together in a tough Hearthstone eSports moment about a month ago. We did not. We moved too quickly in our decision making. And then to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk to all of you. When I think about think about how when I think about how most unhappy I am, I think about two things: we didn't live up to the high, higher standard we set for ourselves, and second, we failed in our purpose. For that, I am sorry, and I accept accountability. That's word for word what he said on stage during the BlizzCon opening ceremony. Huh? Right, so, but he had to say something. What, yeah. what was right. he going to say? Fuck you! Give me our money. We're get we're still going to get our money from China, though. I mean, he could have. Like he, he has to go up there and kowtow. Yeah, it's a so. Job. So you think it? So what you're saying is you feel like this direct apology from the president of Blizzard Entertainment. What did he apologize it, for? Not coming I, out and giving. Not responding fast enough. Mm-hmm. Or no, being he a says little too heavy-handed. But every company right. apologizes for when there's something big that goes on in there. Right. Their, like, so, little so world. what you're saying is they they're it's a it's. The hollow apology. So that's an apology that does nothing to solve the problem. Okay. Did, did they promise any action in it? It doesn't seem like it. Anything it, more than we will we want to be better, we will be better kind of bullshit. Right. So he did not mention anything he about does. Hong Kong during his apology. Did not Well yeah, because he's because he doesn't want to lose the money that yeah. China brings in. He doesn't right. want to lose the money or bring any suspicion because to what they are viewing what their views what they are. Have done, it, it China's got them by the nuts. Easy, it could have been as easy as this. It said, you know what? 
effective immediately. We're, we're restoring the Blitzchung to his original position. We've already given him his money. We, we are amending our policies to allow for political speech. No, See, I don't, I don't think they need to they amend should, the policies. I don't think they I need to do that. that. I feel like they that's, shouldn't that's a, do that's that. That's a big mistake. Okay, well, maybe not necessarily that third step, but he could have literally apologized and said, hey, I'm really sorry. We know we messed up. Here's, well, he you know, here's said, a way to fix it. What he should have said was, we encourage all of our players to voice their political opinions, but we do not want them to voice their opinions on our stage. And that's and leave fair. It at that. That's no. fair. To me, yeah, because that's how it should be. Because what they should have, in, in my opinion, when they already had the policy in place. Right. In my opinion, like Blizzard the, would. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Like, look at the look at the NFL when everybody started kneeling during the national anthem. The NFL didn't have a rule about it, so they couldn't punish anybody. Right. There was nothing they could do. Now the... they could write a rule in reaction to it, and then there would have been backlash. Like the NFL was fucked because of that, because they hadn't addressed it beforehand. Right. Blizzard and... had addressed it beforehand, and they were actually in the catbird seat the entire time. All they had to do was slap him with, say, a three-month suspension, or cut and his... leave it at that. They could have cut that interview instantaneously. Right. You you cut the interview, slap him with a three-month suspension, release a press statement saying, "Hey, we do not allow." For you to use our stage for political, for your political views, uh, we we welcome people from all walks of life, from all sides of the political spectrum, and our stage is not the place to discuss that. If you want to do that in your own space, that is up to you, but you will not use our stage for that. And, and they no would have right, and we would still we'd be playing Overwatch right now. Oh yeah, if that was the case. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Even if it was, we just spent year, four if... or five hours today playing Overwatch. Right. In in my opinion, if they had to simply just, you know, not dealt such a hard, like an instantaneous punishment like they did, and they, they let it sit there for a minute, you know, probably give him the option to re- apologize to reduce it to a six-month sentence where it stands right now, Yeah, uh, it wouldn't have been a big issue even then. It was the fact that they sit there and they instantaneously took his money and banned him right away versus saying, you know... Uh, this is unacceptable. We will be discussing our options after, you know, uh, after, you know, he's no longer allowed to play. We'll be discussing uh, what's going to happen at our next our next actions. Instead, they just went and instantly did something because, so, like I said, the punishment as it stands is a year long punishment and taking well, the no, money away. They did okay. reduce it to six months. But yeah, right. But before it was a full year and they took yes. all his earnings away. Right. Even if they yes. went to that extreme after giving a chance to like a cool down period if you will i said okay yes it's super harsh but at the same time would i still be playing overwatch absolutely would i be excited to be about diablo 4 at this point 100 percent. you know so this (laughs) i hate to cut this conversation short just because i know it's it's been kind of a fascinating one but we're we're going to be you know kind of keeping our eyes out on you know everything going on in, in the future with them. That's not to say we're never going to play Overwatch again or a Blizzard product again, but you know we're we we uh, we're still a very sore spot. Whoa. Whoa, loud, loud, loud. Thank you. Um, so just we're trying to you know kind of figure out when when the best time for for us personally to play, it and you know, we'll see what happens, but. 
guys thank you so much for joining us with us tonight um for our special edition extra live stream uh we really appreciate you all being here um again if you're not already aware of what we're doing for extra life uh rantomedia.com slash extra life uh, we are streaming 25 hours for the kids looking for donations to help kids in need as well as their families for the children it's all for the children uh, do it for the kids five hundred dollars over three thousand dollar goal so far and we're going to be cranking away at video games until eight o'clock tomorrow morning including um, the time change including the time change uh, so you might be doing eight i'm doing seven as the schedule says mm-hmm. we'll figure that out later. <laughs> anywho uh thank you all so much for joining us uh just give us a few minutes we're going to be swapping streams uh mr jim keel is going to be playing luigi's mansion three for a couple of hours so y'all enjoy that and we will be back at i think was it nine ten another one we're back at 11 o'clock with deceit after that hey jim quick question silence hey guys uh sorry there isn't really a good exit from this episode of rant rant on uh but we want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast during our stream and for listening to it now on podcast wherever you get them spotify wherever um thank you all for joining us on our extra live stream as well we don't we raised almost a thousand dollars for the children's miracle network and uh we will be back and streaming uh, just about every day we will see you later